It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shoei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked On Reds. What's up, Reds fans, and welcome into the Locked on Reds podcast here on a Monday, the day after Easter. I hope you guys had a great weekend of spending time with your family and maybe a little bit of Reds baseball. We're going to get into how the Reds fared out in San Diego. Spoiler alert, it was pretty good. And later on in the podcast, I want to talk about a player that I have some concerns for. But before I say all of that, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on iTunes. Tunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and the new Himalaya podcast app. Also, check us out on social media at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three F's and look up LockedOnReds.com. So, the series in San Diego, it was a success. I mean, they won three out of four games. They had a chance maybe to make some noise there in the fourth game and take a four game sweep there at Petco Park. They couldn't quite finish the comeback. Tyler Malley pitched, you know, he pitched pretty decently. He pitched six innings. He did give up the four earned runs. They were all in the third inning as the Padres were able to build on a couple of hits and really put together a nice inning. And the Reds ended up losing four to three. But overall, they come out of San Diego eight and 13. Looks a lot better than it could have. They're five games below 500. It is a very manageable number considering where they set, you know, the last time I talked to you. They have had a pretty decent weekend as far as the long ball is concerned. The bats themselves really haven't righted the ship as a whole. 
But they were able to score enough runs thanks to their amazing pitching. We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. But overall, the Reds were able to compile 25 hits as a team, and they scored 14 runs. Now, there were eight home runs by Reds players. And it's funny because when you think of Petco Park, Petco Park is a very pitcher-friendly baseball field because the the outfield is just gargantuan the kind of thing that you don't see a lot of home runs so the reds coming out of at a four game series hitting eight home runs is pretty phenomenal and it was nice to see joey Votto's first career leadoff home run tucker barnhart hit his first home run of the season jesse winker continued his hot home run start anyway his batting average is still pretty low but he he's up to six home runs now and and, and other guys were getting on the board in that fashion and they were able to win thanks to their fantastic pitching and of course now there are two starters on the Reds roster that have wins Luis Castillo and Tanner Rourke Tanner Rourke was able to get a win in his start on Thursday to open the series, and it really set the tone. He was able to limit the Padres' offense. In fact, he gave up no runs until the sixth inning where he started to show some fatigue, and he ended up getting pulled before he could finish through the sixth. But he was able to notch that first win, and then Luis Castillo pitched on Saturday and was absolutely magnificent he had nine strikeouts he only allowed one run and that was off the bat of Eric Hosmer he hit a solo home run off of Castillo in the second inning but other than that Castillo gave up just three other hits and one walk so all total he only allowed five base runners and he had nine strikeouts he actually leads the league currently leads the National League in strikeouts at 41 34 of his 41 strikeouts have come via his magnificent changeup. That thing is absolutely nasty. I don't know if you've been able to watch too many of Luis Castillo's changeup pitches on television, but they'll show like they had a camera angle directly behind Castillo. And it looks to the batter like it comes out of his hand and it's going to go right down the middle of the plate. And then all of a sudden, you know, especially if you're a right-handed batter, it breaks and it's at your knees. It's going to hit you in the knees. But by the time it does that, you've already swung. It was absolutely just magnificent. There was even a couple of cases where he struck guys out. There was one in particular later on in the game after Hosmer had homered off of him. Castillo struck out Hosmer and Hosmer kind of looked back after he swung at strike three. He looked back at Castillo and smiled and shook his head as if to say, man, you really got me on that one. That was a heck of a pitch. Just a fantastic performance by Castillo on Saturday. And then on Sunday, Tyler Malley got into trouble in that third inning, but really outside of that, pitched a pretty good game as well. He pitched to the tune of nine strikeouts in six innings. So even though the run support wasn't there to get him the win, he still kept the Reds in the game as he shut the Padres down for the other five innings he was in the ballgame. And I like that David Bell stuck with him because, you know, if you listen to the TV broadcasters, Tom Brenneman was sort of 
at this point almost pulling for them to start warming someone up in the bullpen. And I was just like, man, oh, man, it's the third inning. Like, give him a break. Let him work out of it. David Bell did, and Tyler Malley rewarded him for doing so. But all in all, good weekend for the Reds as they get back on track just in time to come home to play the Braves. We won't preview that on this episode. I'll talk more about that tomorrow. But real quick, I want to remind you of the Locked On MLB podcast. It is the league-wide Locked On podcast for all of Major League Baseball. Hosted by Sully Baseball, he takes a look at everyone in the league in a bite-sized 15 minutes each and every day. Make sure you check that out on all the major podcasting platforms with which you can catch Locked On Reds. Let's talk a minute about BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has an introductory offer for the Locked On Reds listeners. You just go to BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E Chew.com, and enter promo code MLB for a free introductory offer. You just pay $5 in shipping, and it gets sent straight to your door. What BlueChew is, is a generic form of Viagra. It has the same, you know, the same uh, active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, and it's in a chewable form, so it works faster. It's the kind of thing that if you want a performance boost in the bedroom, it's going to get you what you want in a quick way. That's bluechew.com. Enter promo code MLB for a free introductory offer. BlueChew.com is a sponsor of the Locked On Reds podcast, and we thank them for sponsoring today's episode. New game day shirt, boom, cash back. Food for the tailgate, boom, cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. You're listening to the Locked on Reds podcast on a Monday. I talked in the first half just briefly about the four-game series in San Diego and the Reds coming out of there with three wins. was a good weekend for them. There, Some guys are starting to right the ship in the lineup. You can see signs of you know guys finding the end of the tunnel. Jesse Winker with his home runs, he's coming around. He's going to be just fine. They were able to manufacture some runs this weekend. Not a ton of hits. In fact, if you look at the statistics for the four-game series at Petco Park, yeah, they hit eight home runs, but as a team, they still bat under 200. They only had 25 hits and 136 at bats, which gives you a batting average of a buck 83. So that's still not ideal. They still got a lot of work to do in that regard, but they were scoring runs via sack flies. You know, as as well as the home runs, but the all or nothing game was getting a little suspenseful, a little worrisome. When when you're relying just simply on the home run, they they've really got to come down. They got to get some guys on base. They got to get singles, move them around, move them in, that sort of good stuff. And no, I'm not talking about bunting, but you guys know how I feel about that. One thing that I did notice, and and, and specifically a guy, a player. One player that I am noticing, and I'm watching each and every game, and I'm I'm just I'm worried about him, is Jose Peraza. 
he just doesn't seem there, there. There seems to be a block, and maybe he just wants to get out of the month of April. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like April showers. He really prefers May flowers. But at this point, he's got five hits since April 1st. Four of his total nine hits for the season came in the first three games of the season. So he's just not been great. I mean, he was on a pretty big slump until he got a leadoff hit on Saturday's game. But he went one for five in that game. And he's he's been on base all of like three times in the last three weeks and it's getting to the point you starting to wonder because he ended last year. Last year was a breakout season for him. He really looked to be poised to continue that breakout into this year. But the problem was the plate discipline. To end last season, his plate discipline wasn't great and it's carried over now. In fact, as we speak, Monday, April 22nd, he still has not drawn a walk in 2019. That's right. He's gone all of these games. We are now 21 games in. He has, I'm looking at baseball reference right now. He has a total of 61 plate appearances. And the only one that didn't count towards his at bat total was where he got hit by a pitch. He has not drawn a walk in 61 plate appearances. So that's a little concerning. That is starting to become a pattern. And it's something that he has to rectify. Turner Ward needs to work with him and tell him he's got to work on his patience. I know that he's an aggressive hitter, but at some point you do have to take a pitch. And there's a lot of cases like, I mean, Sunday was a perfect example where you had a leadoff single by Derek Dietrich. Looked like they were starting to get something going. Then Tucker strikes out. So you've got one out, but you've still got a guy on base. And then here comes Peraza, and then Peraza grounds into a game-ending double play. It's just right now he can't buy a break, and I'm not sure what it is. There's been some that have considered the move to second base while Scooter Jeanette is hurt. You know, maybe that is messing with him. I don't know that that necessarily would mess with, you know, batting, and I could be uh, generalizing and missing something there, but I think overall it's just his plate discipline. Right now his eye isn't there, and it's betraying him because for the season, he, like I mentioned, he's batting a buck 54, and, and with Sunday, he did get a hit in Sunday's game, and baseball reference didn't have that. I had to look that up elsewhere, but you know he's only got 10 hits total for the season. The thing is, when you're a guy like Peraza, and he's considered part of the core of this team, I would think anyway, as far as the front office is concerned, you just got to let him play through whatever slump he's going on, but he definitely has to make an adjustment. This is a period of time where I think pitchers have kind of figured him out, have found a hole in his swing, and he's got to adjust. This is where we find out what kind of a professional that Jose Peraza will turn into. Now, there were a couple of, uh, you know, good news and notes and things like that on Sunday. The first off being Nick Senzel is ready for game action again. He's going to AAA on Tuesday. And there's been some that have said, you know, he should be called right up to the major leagues and get going. I could kind of see maybe... 
you know, a, a couple of games to get his feet wet, and then they call him up. I, that's what I hope they do. I almost hope, I'm not going to set this as a hard and fast thing, but I hope by the end of next week, Nick Senzel will be in Cincinnati. Here's my fear, though. My fear is because they've started to do that whole talk. You know, the talk that the Blue Jays front office was talking about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. before the season, you know, pointing out his weaknesses and this and that and stating why he does need to be in AAA when really they're just trying to manipulate the service time. The Reds, if they hold him down in AAA, and I forget what the point is, it's actually not a hard and fast point like the service time thing is where it's just two weeks, but if they keep him down in AAA long enough, they could give him Super 2 status, which would, again, affect how much money they would have to pay him a few years down the road. And I'll be honest with you, I looked up the Super 2 kind of definition on MLB.com just to see if I can get an understanding of it. And from a high-level overview perspective, from my perspective, it looks like it's something where the Reds are trying to avoid an extra year of arbitration. But I'll be honest with you, I don't fully understand it. We're going to have Doug Gray on the podcast this week And that'll probably be something that we talk about because Doug is a smart guy. Don't tell him I said that, but he probably knows a lot more about that than I do. So that's something that we need to keep an eye on for Nick Senzel because it really does feel like, you know, I feel like they've been straightforward. I feel like the front office and the coaching staff, for the most part, has been pretty straightforward with their interviews and things like that when they talk about the team. But when it comes to Nixon's out, I do not feel like we've gotten a straight answer as to what their plan is with him. Let's hope he's up in the majors sooner rather than later. That's it for the Monday edition of the Locked on Reds podcast. I got to get going. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll be previewing the Atlanta Braves series as the Braves come to Great American Ballpark for three games starting on Tuesday night. That's right. The Reds are off tonight. So... You know, I guess we'll have to find something else to watch. I'm not sure what that's going to be, but who knows? We'll find something. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Himalaya. Also, check us out on social media and look up LockedOnReds.com. I got to go. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.